0: episode number 40 of the Ottawa podcast. My name is Keegan Ahn. I'm sitting with Rob Atrell, Amon Bashir, uh, and our guest today, David Narbites. Hello. Welcome. There was, was a pause. I was making sure I said it right. David is uh, the day-to-day manager of uh, Monopolate. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, and we're super, super excited to have him on. Uh, we also have um, some beer that we're going to try before we get to the beer. Uh, so, Dave, Dave, can I call you Dave? Yeah, sure.
1: All right, Dave. Uh, every week, Keegan and I alternate between who's the main host. Okay. So uh, we've had our ups and downs over the forty episodes in terms of you know good quality versus poor quality introductions. <laughs> Uh but what we've been doing for the past few months is getting our guests to rate our introductions and you can give a, a qualitative analysis and you can rate them on a scale from 1 to 10. So I'm just curious to hear what you think. I I appreciate
2: that he got my name correctly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> lots of people don't get that. Uh That's true. Uh even my friends that for a long I, that have been my friends for ages Sometimes I sit them down. I'm like, "This is actually not my name." <laughs> oh, that's awful. Um, but it's funny too. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'll give him an eight on ten. Yeah, that's good. I, I think yeah. he didn't say auto what, like oh, uh, yeah. with a lot of articulation. Yeah. I'm self-conscious
0: about it because I don't want to like be too pushy about I, it. I think you got to. You got to like, yeah, show yeah, your brand you
3: self-promote. name. Self-promote. This is yeah. who we are. If anyone's gonna push it, it should be you. Yes, yeah, true.
2: You should get it tattooed right here.
3: Oh. That- that's that's a a, that would be
0: good because it would make it so we have to
3: keep this going. Yeah.
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> that would be the main thing. We're physically invested now. Yeah. Yeah. Or that, There's
2: that guy that created the cream to take off your tattoos. I just, just heard really? about this what? yesterday. Yeah. So normally it's lasers. Right. And they cost thousands of dollars and Painful some probably. guy invented a new cream.
1: Cool. And it, it slowly fades it away. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's the idea. It's right? like a chemical peel? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I didn't even read the article to cool. be honest when I saw it. But uh, all right.
0: There you go. There's that? Um, yes, but we do have some beer. I've just been told it's called Apocalypse Now, not Apocalypse Now. Yes. Yeah.
1: Recommended by a previous guest, yeah. uh, Jeff Salveil. Salvei. Salvei. Salve. Right.
2: <laughs> Seven <laughs> on ten. <laughs> yeah. exactly. I lost my point.
3: Uh, Salvei. Yeah, Yes, so right. let's try it out, and Rob, you can tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, this is Hogsback Seasonal Winter Brew. Um, so it's an oatmeal bacon stout, which... It's a very interesting combination. I I don't know. I don't know Ooh. what to think, so I'm gonna
1: Um I the meat doesn't really stand out to me. There is like a spice or something that I that I feel. It T- uh,
0: tastes more like beer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, <to> you <laughs> <laughs> always
0: <laughs> always gives great input. But I think What's it's it? supposed to be like a smoky oatmeal stout. Right? Yeah. I, but you I can't really that. taste the bacon, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I, I find that when stuff is bacon flavored, it just means like it's a smoky mm.
3: Yeah, something I mean, you know i can definitely taste the ham Can you? Taste it's it? like a smoked ham
0: i don't think so i don't think so
3: i i don't generally eat
1: a lot of pork so i maybe i just don't know the taste I guess. But
0: <laughs> to, all right to be honest i don't taste oatmeal in a lot of oatmeal stouts it's just like a dark beer yeah yeah or what does yeah. oatmeal taste like huh. syrup this just gets very it heaviness it's just yeah. heavy yeah bland but heavy but uh i'll but bet say it's a delightful beer though
1: I, I I do enjoy it. I don't know if I'd I'd keep buying it. I think I we really bought it for the novelty, like yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> but uh and I think that's kind of the point, right? Like mm-hmm. when you're uh when you have something called a porkalypse now. You know. I'm I'm a huge fan of their original beer,
2: the Hawk yeah, Lager. Oh, I just I, think I, it's I a great beer. We mm-hmm. actually serve it at Monopolate. It's our like one of our best selling beers. Oh nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I get awesome. that awesome.
1: Now how how do you find this beer, sorry, uh, Dave?
2: Um it's definitely a darker stout and it fits that category well yeah
3: but some people like darker stouts and some people are me (laughs) (laughs) well there you go Uh, so am i the only one out of the four of us that has ever had any amount of ham water like the leftover liquid that's in the bottom probably i'm I'm not saying i like drink it but i've I've yeah. definitely tasted it and that's what it tastes like. Robin, it sounds like you're it. Mm. Yeah. You, you Are, you <laughs> Are you the only one out of the four of us that knew uh, what ham water meant? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what was the
0: context of you drinking hot ham water? It wasn't hot. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds like, uh is arrested Development? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that that's great. Um, um, yeah,
0: well, that's great for the beer and yeah. if you have a beer that you want to send us, we will drink it and talk about it like this.
3: We, uh, we've even tried an oyster beer, so it's obvious we'll try anything at this point. We have it, yeah. Uh, have you had that? Oyster beer?
1: Oh uh, Yeah. It's, uh, what, what did you think?
0: Not a fan. Yeah. It was it's dark, it's dark too. Yeah, It was really a bad combination for it's you. It's dark and yeah. it has seafood in it. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Good combination. Uh, so, David, we like to start our guests off by just telling us, give us a bit of backstory about you, maybe your origin story, you know, like how you came to be where uh, you are today.
2: Yeah, um, I spent the youngest years of my life in Miami, and then oh, cool. I moved to Ottawa when I was five, spent the rest of my life here in Ottawa. I went to Ottawa U. Uh, I worked for the government in the patent office for two years. Neat. Okay. And then I decided that it wasn't for me, so I left to open Monopoly latte. Um, that took about a year, a year and a half to open it up and now I run it. That's so
0: cool. That's awesome. You never hear of, or I, you, I have not heard a lot of people coming from Miami. It seems like everyone like moves to Miami. So that's neat. So uh, there's a
2: lot of cons with Miami. Everyone imagines the beautiful beaches and the beautiful people, but there's a darker side of Miami. Right. uh, Um, that we don't, we take for granted how good we have it here. Could you give us a window into this darker side? Um, Yeah. They installed um, free public transportation, a SkyTrain in Montreal, in Miami, Mm -hmm. in the rich white area of town. And Ah. and the poor um, colored areas of town still had the paid public transportation that everyone else Uh, had. Oh, wow. What? Yeah.
1: That doesn't doesn't even make sense to me.
2: Uh, (laughs) If you look at the window... uh, and see cars passing by; they're almost uniquely uh, Caucasian people in the cars, mm-hmm. and then the public transportation is like full of colored. Yeah,
1: uh, huh. really? That's okay. crazy. Yeah, so I think something.
2: there's a big cultural divide in Miami that we're fortunate in Canada not to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: How how long did you say uh, again? You lived in Miami.
2: I, I lived in two I five, but I've been back to visit more recently. You yeah. have okay. Obviously, when I was five, I didn't make, uh, no, I, was I didn't say, understand right. those, like, <laughs> the, the extensions. But... Brilliant five year old, is what I, I was going to say.
1: But uh, okay, so you've been back and yeah, yeah. just.
2: I also don't like gated communities. I don't like the idea of gated communities. Okay. So they have like neighborhoods surrounded by fences with security guards on every entrance. Oh, really? Yeah, i heard about that. So I did live in a gated community when I was five, but I didn't realize it was gated. Until, sure. I, yeah. uh, I went back.
1: It's that, interesting. It's interesting that you grew up in a gated community, but didn't realize, like for me, if I, I guess it depends on how large your community is, yeah. but if I grew up in a gated community, it almost feels like you're trapped a bit, right? Yeah. Okay. Because it works both ways. People can't get in, but people, I mean, you can get out obviously, but it's just, it's different. So I grew up since I was
2: five in Blackburn Hamlet and from oh. my house within 15 minute walk, you can get to about seven to 10 different parks. Nice. But in mm. Miami, we couldn't walk to any park, so you'd have to get in your car, drive for 15 minutes, and then you would get to a park. Gross. So, wow. So, although you um, were trapped in this area, you had no reason to really walk around the area, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing right. you're going to go to inside this area. Yeah. You're going
1: to drive everywhere you go. Unless it's in right. a house, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Huh. That's neat. Okay. So, needless to say, you don't miss Miami. You're, you're I, pretty uh, happy. Yeah. Uh, I was born in Toronto, so I moved down to Miami when I was six months
2: old. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad I'm Canadian and have my Canadian citizenship. Yeah. yeah no, I'm I get, lucky like that. I get that. Thanks. Very cool.
0: Uh, David, can you talk about what uh, drove you to to start Monopoly? Because it must it must be a, a big uh, uptaking to leave a, a job and start... Especially a government job. Yeah. 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 Start a scary... Uh, scary business, you know?
1: Well, why, why don't we even start with that? Like, the the mindset behind you leaving the government job? Um,
2: I can't speak for all government jobs, but in the patent office in particular, uh, I was very much in a cubicle by myself, and there was a little bit of disincentive to uh, communicate with other employees, because they had their work to do, and once they were done their work, they could go home, right. so... If I talked to them for 15 minutes, then they'd have to stay 15 minutes longer to mm-hmm. finish yeah. uh, X amount of files a day. And so, like, I, I wanted to be social. I'm a very social person, as you will find out shortly. <laughs> <laughs> and it just wasn't a, a good fit, me sitting by myself doing the work. And uh, it works for a lot of people. A lot of people have that mindset. They just sit down do their stuff and then go home and socialize there but sure. yeah. I really needed a work environment that was very social
1: yeah hmm. what, what branch of government was that is that federal
2: uh, yeah it's the federal it's government federal. it's the okay. patent office so uh, patents are on a per country basis yeah. so a patent for Canada is valid for all of Canada that okay. makes yeah, sense is. okay that's
1: good cool. to know uh, so yeah going back to Keegan's question about some of the the, the driving factors or the motivations behind going into monopolate. what became mm. monopolate? Well, I've always wanted a good way to
2: introduce board games to someone that has never played them before. Yeah. So at this point in my career, I'd have played 300, 400, 500 board games and I would show friends board games and they would like I would pick the right one for the right person and they nah. would be super excited and they would love it. <laughs> but I didn't like to do it in like uh, a dark basement of a comic book shop or even like a cramped apartment i wanted to do Mm -hmm. it in like some sort of social atmosphere that they would feel like welcome to come to and that had to be open and had to be well lit um it had to have alcohol and (laughs) 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 um so i decided there was a need for something like that in ottawa and i started to talk to a whole bunch of people about it and it came to my attention that there was some people doing something similar in Toronto. So I'm like, well, if, it's, if someone's doing it in Toronto, maybe it's working elsewhere. And it was working all over Europe. Mm-hmm. So I, I started planning. And eventually, uh, a year into the planning, I went to visit the folks in Toronto and they were nice. They gave me some advice. And then we opened up and here we are.
0: That's so neat. Was that Snakes and Lattes? Yeah. That
2: uh, That's neat. There's uh, Ben. He's from France. He opened Snakes and Lattes in Toronto. He's Mm -hmm. a super nice guy. And I I wish him the best of luck. Yeah, that's That's really neat. Yeah,
1: that's fantastic. So, yeah, it's interesting that you're saying that, uh... Uh, you know... You didn't want to do the whole basement comic book shop. Had you? Does that mean you, you had gone down that route? Well, a lot of comic book shops actually have gaming tables in their basement.
2: And why not? They have clientele right. that want to try out games yeah. before they buy it. Sure. Uh, or they want to just have weekly meetings of, of their customers. And that's fine. It's just not. It's not somewhere I'd bring a first date or, right. a, or a fourth date. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Keep cool. laughs> so I wanted something just like welcoming.
0: Yeah. That it's exists. a different vibe. I find yeah. with yeah. comic book, uh, stores, it's very, yeah. Almost exclusive. You know, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, a um, uh, half nerd. Like I, I, not, I don't know enough about any one thing to really like feel included sure. in right. like a comic book store. I get that. So I feel very excluded. Yeah. But yes, that's why we go to Monopolate now yeah. instead. That's true.
1: But no, no. <laughs> I, the other thing. So there's the basement of a comic book store. And you're saying that, you know, they have theirs. The other places <laughs> I've seen it is, you know, places like Raw Sugar, for example. Places like, uh, I've been to, what is it? The, uh, the, it's not the Dom. It's something down. Oh, La, the, um, the Faye. Or Lafayette. Lafayette, yeah, yeah. And I noticed that they had some uh, some board games as yeah. well. Okay, like really that. That. Oh, really? But it's, but going to a pub is one thing. Barley mo. I think also has that, hmm. but going to a pub is one thing, but the, the environment of Monopoly latte is like, no, you, this is, it's a game's first pub, second, not, right. not, not to call it a pub, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, drink a second, it's you a just, board game just, place
0: with yeah, beer. That makes sense. Yeah, right. exactly.
1: So could you describe finding the spot for Monopoly latte? And, mm. and well, we, we were finding, we were looking for
2: the spot before we announced a lot on Facebook. Okay. Um, and before we did that, we didn't know how positive the, the, the community would feel about Monopolate, how many customers we'd get or anything like that. Sure. So we tried to, we tried to start out humble and we found a spot that's in Chinatown. It needed a lot of renovations, but it wasn't too expensive. And then we put a lot of time and uh, sweat into the building yep. and we got it up to something we were happy to show people. That makes sense. Um, you, because we could have got a place f- for $3,000 a month more, but true. then we'd have to make $3,000 a month <laughs> right, Yeah, it. yeah no, that makes <laughs> sense
1: yeah. for for what is essentially an experiment at the time.
2: Yeah, at that time we weren't sure. Uh, but after we went on Facebook, a lot of people were uh, wishing us best of luck and they're like – Oh, we know you have problems with the city. Uh, Like we'll be here when you're done solving them, and that was really positive, and it helped me uh, keep going. Neat. What kind of problems did you guys have? Um, our landlord told us the building was already changed into a commercial classification, Ew. but he lied and it was not.
0: Oh, no. Wow. So there's zoning laws.
2: Yeah. So the city came in and it's like, actually, this is a residence. Yeah. Um. So we're like, okay, I guess we have to change <laughs> oh, that geez.
1: now. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and yeah. That took seven months. So that was the biggest wow. delay with opening. That, that's a big delay. Yeah, it was huge. Are, are you still renting during this time? What's the idea? Uh, we worked something out with the landlord. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: But I'm okay. still not happy. It was a, a seven month surprise that I, I wasn't happy to get. Right, yeah, yeah. of
1: course, yeah. of course. Uh, okay, that's interesting.
3: What happens during that seven months? Uh, Did you sit there and wait, or is there something Well, we difficult? had
2: to make changes to make it ex- uh, acceptable uh, to become a, a commercial building. So we had to add more fireproofing oh, and uh, a little more air circulation. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Okay,
1: building uh, building code stuff. Yeah, yeah, building code stuff. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so you you started off. Obviously, the first thing is you do you, you find your place. You uh, you start advertising a bit. Yep. You deal with the city yep. crap. <laughs> what uh, what comes next?
2: Well, over this time we've been collecting games. Yeah, so of course. Just there's two types of games. Like there's the new games that come out fresh off the the line, and we buy them new off our distributors, and that's easy. But it's the rarer games that like we didn't have that people knew from their childhood. Yeah. Like everything from Pool Economy to uh,
4: Thirteen know, Dead and Drive. Thirteen
2: Dread and Dive, Dream game. Phone, yeah. uh, Hero Quest—just all uh, these yeah. games that people played when they were young, and they want to play a game. Mm-hmm. Like Global Pursuit. We have two guys that come in every week and play Global Pursuit. You're like no one else has ever heard of this game, but,
1: but you we, have
2: but it. Yeah, we have it, and these two people love it. They're, yeah. they're, they just have a great time.
1: That's fantastic.
2: And we wanted to have everybody's nostalgic game. There's yeah. still one or two nostalgic games we're missing. Yeah. Um, I don't have a copy of Grape Escape. If anyone has Grape that out Grape there, Escape. Yes. Grape Escape. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but. We just kept looking, and we went to every value village from here to Toronto. And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. That's, uh, uh, so is that, is that what you had to do? You had to purchase them, or did you have some donations? Uh,
2: we got a lot of donations, but we had to purchase the majority
1: of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which, obviously, I mean, that, that comes all out of your startup fund. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. A big, that's a big step. So, yeah, there's a
2: there's a lot of money that goes into opening a business. Well, of course. Luck, yeah. luckily, uh, we didn't spend that much money. We're not spending like millions of dollars to open up a little cafe <laughs> <laughs> that sells seven dollar grilled cheeses. <laughs> hand, um,
1: <laughs> okay. So, uh, so okay, you start collecting the games. Now you more or less have the place ready. Yeah. Right. But then you're also thinking about food. You think about drink. And obviously, you're getting a liquor license and things yeah. like that. What is the mindset in terms of what you provide as beverage and food?
2: So, first of all, it can't be... Oh, our kitchen is quite small. So, we couldn't be too fancy, too elaborate. It had yeah. to be pretty simple. The second thing, it can't... It has to mesh well with games. So, we can't have, like, plates all over the place. Man, taking can a huge amount of space. Because if someone wants to play a game, they can't, like... Oh, like layer something on top of it and put the plates on top of that yeah sure so um, pretty much single, single uh, entree kind of deal that mm-hmm. you can just eat while you're playing
1: makes
3: sense what, uh, what are some of the best foods for board games like other than maybe snacks but like what are the best restaurant foods I'm trying to think. Like, imagine wings or ribs would be pretty messy. Like, you'd want. To yeah, exactly. Like you
2: want to avoid things where your hands get really greasy. Okay. Uh, yep,
1: makes sense.
2: Or you just mitigate that. We mitigate that by sleeving a lot of our games, which means putting them into plastic. All the cards into plastic sleeves mm, okay. um, oh, to protect them from. Hmm. From damage.
1: That makes sense. So, uh, after you, after you finished. Getting the games, figuring out you know what the food is and things like that. How was the reception? How was the reception of you first opening? Uh,
2: It was great. We opened at six p.m. on a Tuesday because you're supposed to open a restaurant on a Tuesday so you can iron <laughs> out all the kinks before the weekend. Ah, uh. <laughs> there's a tip. Um, and we had a line for half an hour outside the door <laughs> before we opened. Wow. And great. we filled up like instantaneously, and it was great. And we had all our staff working that day just to, like, show them the ropes, how everything works. And right. I think with everybody, we managed to do a, provide good service on a Tuesday. <laughs> our first good. day with everyone just barely knowing everything, we got our, like, debit machine the day before. and no one knew Oh, how wow. Knew it. And, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it was just all the little kinks got, like, thrown in our face and then worked out. So it was, uh, it was very good.
1: Really well, cool. cool. Good yeah. for you that's that's, really cool. that's awesome i I actually like I've never done that interview technique before, but it was really cool to see like step by step yeah. what just happened and uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that uh I'm so glad everything worked out on the first day, yeah, 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 like that must have been a load off your shoulders seven months after the city stuff, and then just yeah taking a risk because this is the first this is the first one in Ottawa right because now that yeah, was the like, first now there's a loft, I think and a few others mm-hmm. I don't know the names but yeah. So there, is the first,
2: yeah, Latte was the first, and mm-hmm. um it's a tribute to our staff how well it runs like yeah. we we have some good staff yeah. and dedicated staff too, because there's new board games coming out every month, and they manage to stay on top of what's hot, what's new, mm-hmm. what can uh. What's exciting for the customer?
1: Huh. I that's yeah. almost part of their job, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> is. But <laughs> they are fans of board games enough yeah. that
2: they they go beyond, above and beyond what I can expect them to learn right. on the job.
1: That makes sense. Uh, you've been you've been the manager since the get go. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. And and how big's your staff? Um, including myself, ten. That's a small. That's a small group. Yep. Oh, core oh. group. What's that? A core group. Exactly. Yeah. How uh, how often are you open? Like, what 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 are the hours here?
2: So we open at noon on all the weekdays, and then we close at two a.m. Every uh, day, every day. Uh, so that's how long we're willing to stay open. If, <laughs> if no one's in the store at one a.m., we'll close down because we don't expect <laughs> yeah. anyone to show up for. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay, well, we're gonna have to show up at one thirty
3: <laughs> one day. <Okay. laughs>
1: You're going to be disappointed. (laughs) We want to play Risk. (laughs) Uh, If if you knock
0: loudly, I'll let you in. There Uh you go. (laughs) But it seems like it's uh, like I've been there a few times and every time I go, it's either I get like the last table or they say to come back in a few hours. So it's it's busy all the time, right? It it is busy a lot of the time. Uh, Like every
2: restaurant, there's slow periods and fast periods. And like every restaurant, you'll have better luck on a Tuesday through Thursday than you will on a on a weekend but Mm -hmm.
1: um yeah we normally can seat everybody these days so that's that's great really cool so bringing it back to the other organizations that have opened that are very similar now to have you worked with them at all or or is there any affiliation is is there anything
2: i think a lot of the people in the industry are friends yeah Uh, so like we know of each other and like at one point in time we probably played games uh together um I don't know the people who opened the one on the Gatineau
1: side so well. Okay, I've, I don't know much about them, but sure. uh, the ones in Ottawa, I, I kind of know the people. Yeah. That's really That's cool. Right. It's, yeah. it's almost inspiring to, to start something and seeing you know, it grow nice to, to this extent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's great.
2: I think it's because there's a need. And mm-hmm. the need I would express like this. If you're going on a first date... You either go to a coffee shop and it's like taboo to talk, but <laughs> you're going to do it anyways because there's nothing exciting going on in the, the coffee shop. So sure. not only are you talking about all your first date stuff, everyone's listening to you and you're forced to talk all the time. Yeah. So yeah. if you stop, then you have this awkward silence and you look at each other and you're like, ah, uh, this, is, this is going well, regardless of whether it should be going well or it shouldn't be. Right. Oh, I got it. Your other option is you go to a bar and there's loud music playing, maybe a live band, because that's cool. And then you can't talk because people are just like. Right. uh, It's just too loud and too annoying that you're screaming at each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is like allowing you to talk, but there's an activity to break up an awkward silence. Right. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. And I think at the time there wasn't a lot of that, but now Ottawa's getting a few more of these like activity based uh, social encounters that right. are really great for
3: first dates and such. Do you yeah. see a lot of first dates? Like that you can so tell. Is that right? And sometimes they're so cute. And you're like, oh. <laughs> we were talking earlier about uh, Valentine's day and how you had, you've had Valentine's day events, but now you just find that it, you don't need an event. People just come.
2: Yeah, so you only really want to do special events if you have room to host people that want to come to right. that special event.
1: Of course.
2: So I'm not going to do a special event on a Saturday night because it's going to be full and everyone who wants to come will be just turned away at the mm-hmm. door. Right. right. So uh, I try to do special events Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, uh, and we just try to make them exciting enough that to get people... Oh, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah, that's great.
0: And you guys have stop, drop, and role play that's you guys right on Thursdays, yeah. Uh,
2: so every month, we do a, a, a RPG night. So RPGs are role playing games, and uh, the most famous RPG would be Dungeons and Dragons, of course. So um, we have a variety of games, Dungeons and Dragons, and non Dungeons and Dragons, and we teach those to everyone from first time players to veteran players. So you mm-hmm. can Come in. You heard about it once on it on a TV show or something. You want to see what it's all about? Come in and try it.
0: That's really neat. Yeah, well. yeah,
1: that's
0: pretty cool. I started playing Fifth Edition Dungeon Dragons recently, yeah. and it's awesome. Yeah, so I'm going to come out to one of those stop drop and roll plays. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are saying this is like, oh
2: my my brother's best friend used to play this in high school. Like yeah. I, I don't know what this is, and we <laughs>
1: just say like. Come try it. You might like it. Yeah. A lot of people do. Makes sense. Do you you get people who who come in and are a bit frustrated to learn a new game? I think we're kind of uh, getting good
2: at (laughs) judging what people want. So if we have a few games we'll go to, like, as a primary suggestion, we'll ask people, like, what have they played in the past? And if they're like, we've played the Classics. Okay. Uh, the Yahtzee, the Monopoly, and whatever. Yeah. Then we'll suggest a few games there. And if they enjoy those games and want something more uh, interactive or more difficult, we can do that. Or if they want something less interactive or less difficult, then we can go from there. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah,
0: hmm. it's it's neat that there's like a divide between classic board games and these kind of new agey uh, board games, like more more intense or strategic board games. Do you have suggestions for? Uh, gateway games like games that will get people from yeah. maybe monopoly to something yeah. more intense
2: a lot of people consider settlers of Catan the primary right, yeah. gateway I game i think that. it is joined in a category by carcassonne which is also good mm-hmm. okay. ticket to ride yes uh king of tokyo uh recently entered that game and uh that category and suro is in there too so games that are easy to learn you can learn the rules in a 20 minutes or so but have depth to them so you think that like oh my strategy is working or maybe next time i'll try this strategy (laughs) Uh and it'll work for sure like if you finish the game and want to play again then that's a a gateway game right Right. Uh,
1: ah nice i like that that's cool
3: Uh, so you you said i think i read on the website you have a like, over 500 games? You have, like, 575. Over 500 uh, Yeah, I think now we're at 890, oh, okay. I think, oh, by last year. It's bigger than I thought. Um, how do you keep track of all those? Is there a directory somewhere that people can look up to see what games you have? Is it just all in your head? And- like I think I accidentally have the directory in my
2: head. No. <laughs> <Accidentally>. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we kind of have them in categories. So we have all the trivias in one section and all the... Uh, social games in one section and all the kids games in one section so if they're like i want the enchanted forest i'm like "Uh, that's probably the kids section and right
3: right, right. okay right that makes sense (laughs) so it's not too hard to navigate even though you have so
2: many exactly yeah (laughs) and we don't keep them all on the floor so some of them if like i need expansion number five for this game we'll just go upstairs to the staff room and grab it
0: that makes
1: sense Hmm. That's
0: cool. who gets stuck doing inventory <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> a lot is that like a horrible thing um we don't do board game inventory
2: that okay. often we do it once in a while um people ask like don't your games get stolen and our patrons are pretty good they're like mm-hmm. pretty rock on people yeah so good. we've had That's one important. game gone missing the entire time maybe two wow so hmm. we're fortunate in, in 19 months yeah. one game one or two.
1: That's fantastic.
2: That's good. Do people ever bring games? Yeah, some people bring games. They're like, you don't have, you may or may not have this game, or we really want to play it, and we don't. We want to make sure your copy, <laughs> in case your copy is being used, we're gonna have this copy. Okay, cool. that's cool. So, so, people are allowed to do that. Yeah, uh, that's yeah.
4: great. That's
2: yeah. cool. <laughs> I like that. Also, at one time, I don't know if it's still true, but I saw a list online of sixty-four thousand board games. Mm -hmm. Oh, so we're like one point five two percent. that's our.
0: That's good context. (laughs)
3: That still seems impressive.
1: Soon enough, we'll we'll hear we'll see the headline: Monopoly Latte (laughs) expands. Has
3: all the board games. Yeah, exactly.
1: I don't know how, like, complete that 64,000
2: is. Like, it could include, like, oh, this bonus card from this game. Uh, Oh, of course. They inflate the numbers. They they could inflate the number of something, but...
1: (laughs) That's still an awful lot of board games. BuzzFeed, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's good.
0: Sorry, I just realized I'm supposed to be leading this uh, thing, and I tell you to do the news. You want to tell us what's going on 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 Classic. So curiosity,
1: like what if what would you do if I said no? I don't mean tell you, I mean
0: like prompt you to do it because it's been usually we try to like do it like in the middle. <laughs> we've been talking forever because I'm excited about it. Why board don't games. you ask me? Amon, could you Why please you tell, tell <laughs> <you're> us
1: <just laughs> for no reason. <laughs> tell us what's yes. going on in a, Classic, Ottawa. Classic Ottawa is the name of the segment and it's uh it's <laughs> like our, our local news segment. Every now and again we we go a bit further than Ottawa, but I think this week we're staying in town. Yeah. So, in the news, um, oh, check this out. A professional cuddling service opened up in Ottawa a few weeks ago. That's right, now you can go and pay about $80 an hour for hugs and nothing more. In other words, you're paying more than you'd pay a prostitute. To get less than you get from a prostitute.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who your prostitute is. I've got a guy.
1: Girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It seems pretty steep. $80 an hour. For hugs. $80 an hour to do anything sounds kind of steep, to be
1: honest. Let's be honest. Like, there's always... I feel like there's always somebody doing that experiment. Like, a. when I was in school, there was always these people in psych doing these experiments of free hugs and see how people react. Yeah, I see signs and stuff. You just need to look; they're around. But, <laughs> but the
2: cuddling service opened in Vancouver first in Canada, and that yes, was sixty dollars an hour. So it's uh, kind of like oh these people in Ottawa. Uh, are this really is weird. The, these are premium
3: yeah. hugs. Yeah,
2: they're <laughs> <is a laughs> premium cuddling.
1: Maybe they feel like government workers need to be hugged. Oh, I think so, or, yeah. Or, yeah, and can I, afford it. And, I, yeah. and that's a <laughs> thing too. <right? laughs> yeah, so. If you're interested, that's around. <laughs> um, Nickelback was scheduled to pay- play at the Canadian Tire Centre on Tuesday, but had to postpone the show due to bad weather on the U.S. East Coast. Their promoter released a statement citing concerns for the safety of the band and crew because of the snowstorm. Upon hearing the news, Nickelback fans and haters alike simultaneously expressed their disappointment with a resounding, "ah." Oh. <laughs> <'Cause
0: they're>, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the joke is that they're the haters are upset that nickelback is safe <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah or they don't get to complain about nickelback that's right? true so. people love to hate on how exactly. would you say canadian musicians in it like celine dion I, Justin Bieber, I think that's Avra more
1: avril lavigne yeah maybe justin, bieber? justin bieber bieber definitely yeah I think Bieber and and Nickelback were the big ones, but people loved Neil Young. I guess, yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, Leonard Cohen. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) No one ever hates on Leonard Cohen. That's it.
1: You you can't. There's uh, there's a few. Anyway. I'm sure they're writers. (laughs) Carly Uh Rae Jepsen. Oh, all right. We're we're going in the wrong direction again. (laughs) Um, an Ottawa man who works as a cashier at a local Loblaws has filed a discrimination grievance after being told that he could not wear pigtails to work. The employee, Adam Stone, argues that this is only an issue because he's male. Management, however, argues that it's only an issue because Mr. Stone is over the age of 12. <laughs> Who,
0: who's wearing pigtails? True, yeah. Do like a nice ponytail or something. Yeah, or like a, a bob.
1: And I, I saw a picture of this guy too, and it, it's just his mess. And like, I don't like. I get it. Like, he's 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 openly gay, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But he's trying to make a point that I just don't think is fair because I don't think I've ever seen a girl at a La or or cashier anywhere in pigtails. Right? I guess.
0: I've actually had... <laughs> I've had Mr. Stone as a cashier. Yeah, have? He's the best. He's awesome, yeah. Oh, yeah?
1: You actually know this? Yeah, he's,
0: a, he's yeah. at the Loblaws on... Uh, like, uh, near Pretoria, I believe. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I've good seen him a bunch of times. Okay. And he's... Good to know. He's really good. And right. so I don't really care what he's, he does. He's fast. Yeah. Efficient.
3: Yeah. What, what's good what, about What him? qualifies as the he's, best? He's
0: very, he's very nice. And that he always he compliments something important. about you. Yep,
1: yep. And he's fast, yeah. Okay. That counts. Cool.
0: And one time... Oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. No. One one time... <laughs> nope. Because you know, like, when something's not on sale, or it, it, was, it was on sale, but it doesn't come up on sale. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's on sale. And usually, like, they call it, and you have to wait, and everyone hates you behind you. Yeah, yeah. But he was like, oh, okay, and he just put it in. Okay. Which I guess you're not supposed
3: to do. Yeah. So, Somebody another bonus. Him. He saved the store money overall, based mm-hmm. on time wasted. Definitely, yeah. Yeah.
0: Did he? Did he? And it's not no, like I'm he's, sure like, he a, a lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, you know, say like grocery store attend, Just let him. Well, I, I think let him do it. I think the issue is
1: that he's working with food too, so he didn't want he didn't want to wear a hair, oh, hair or really? something like that too. I do It's, it's yeah. a weird thing, but anyway, interesting. That happened. So I don't care either way. <laughs> uh, a 95 year old Ottawa resident named Ernie Brown told local reporters how he had a group of radio interceptors aided. Uh, what? He and a group of radio interceptors aided acclaimed mathematician uh, Alan Turing in cracking the Nazis' Enigma code in World War II. Mr. Brown deciphered messages by listening to coded signals, and since then, he has not been able to look at a Sudoku puzzle without calling the RCMP. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that pretty cool. I, I, I like seeing these nice little uh, connections. To uh, to Ottawa. Eh, A little bit. (laughs) In a new poll conducted by the city of Ottawa, only 15% of residents in apartment buildings and townhouses uh, use a compost bin. This came as no surprise to 50-year-old condo condo owner Alan Percy, who's currently using compost bins to create a rendition of the Garbage Pail (laughs) Kids. (laughs) <laughs> just random guy <laughs> do you use it uh i don't have pond compost here yeah interesting. this is a this is like a really green building but we don't have compost so that's a thing anyway uh last story the federal government cut 44 jobs in veteran affairs uh this week further complicating react uh, relations with veterans in need Prime Minister Harper assured veterans that the budget cuts were beneficial and solely eliminated backroom jobs. In a joint statement, Harper also announced a reopening of veteran affairs and office in Ottawa. However, it has been relocated to the cat sanctuary beside West Block. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, We get Uh, kind of political sometimes. Every now and again. (laughs) Uh, That's that's the news. That's funny. I like that one. Thank what, you, Mon. What was
1: the what was the final verdict of what was going to happen with the cat sanctuary?
0: I don't. I didn't. I didn't know they had decided anything. I, the guy, I, I think they, shut, I think it, they shut. it down.
3: I think uh, they shut right. it down, but maybe not but, permanently. But I,
1: I feel yeah, like like a, a group of residents came back up, and they uh, they were just like, "Will will support it, or or it'll support oh, itself, or yeah, anyway, whatever the." They weren't sponsoring the or supporting the, the cat houses or
0: whatever it was. Yeah, right oh. now, Veterinarian affairs is hanging up <laughs> go. Uh, did you say veterinary? Yeah, like uh, cats.
1: Oh, ah, ah, nice. Cats Very <laughs> Good clever. For Good for you,
0: uh, David. I had a question for you. I I want to get into more hardcore gaming, like all those gateway games you said. I oh, have those, okay. and so now I'm trying to transition into like extreme gaming. And I assume. <laughs> If you're not an extreme gamer, I'm sure you know of like really hardcore games. Do you have any suggestions for if people want to take it to the next level? I think
2: everyone's got to find their their niche. So mm-hmm. some people like competitive games, some right. people like cooperative games, uh, some people like, uh, like strategy games, other people just like intense social games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so w- you find what niche like really... Um, You hit, and then you just look in that niche at the best games. So for something like a a heavier strategy game, I like Railways of the World. It's an economic game where you start with no money, and you just have to take loans. And you can never pay back your loans. So as soon as you want any money at all, (laughs) you just got to take loans. And you just have to uh, hope that the money you're making... Is more than the money you're paying on interest, right? Wow, sounds more like the game of life. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Ah, okay. Uh, For more social games, like I love trader games, so stuff like Resistance, Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, Yeah, we
1: have those here.
2: Yeah, that's it. uh, Werewolf (laughs) start kind of started the genre. There's like stuff like Panic uh, Panic Station, which is really good. Uh, There's a whole category of those games and. A lot of them are well done, and a lot of them are great. Very cool. Um, and then in terms of just something that's really, I guess, cooperative games, mm-hmm. there's stuff like, I think, Space Alert must be the most underrated cooperative game of all time. Space Alert. You're yep. on a spaceship with your, your friends, and you're all working together to survive things that are attacking the spaceships. But you only have ten minutes to plan all your moves, and then oh, after geez. you plan all your moves, you kind of resolve everything to see how well you did. Wow! So that's really good uh, cooperative game. There's other like Marvel Legendary is a Marvel uh, superhero themed cooperative game. It's really good. Cool. Oh, and there's just lots out there. Pandemic is the cooperative game that started the genre, or I would okay. say kickstarted the okay. genre. And it's just a fantastic game. I still play it now, 10 years later. You know? That's cool.
0: that like trying to stop a disease or yeah. something. Very cool. Sweet.
3: So this has started, started getting me thinking is... I, te- I find that if you tend to get into something, it seems like you're extremely interested in board games. Um, do you ever sort of dream about creating your own game or designing a game that might address some of the shortcomings of all the games you've played? Like... Uh, there's a huge uh, community of people that
2: make print-and-play games. Okay. So these are games that they have created themselves and they put on their, on the internet for free download. So I guess I'm 80% or 90% of the way there to releasing a print-and-play game. Oh, awesome. Oh, cool. oh. yeah. Um, and it's really good. Uh, yeah. We have t- <laughs> It's a trader game, so there's one... There's an <laughs> army attacking a castle and everyone works together to defend against the army doing various tasks. And there's one player that's trying to let the army in the back door. Kinda, oh, neat. Cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, so it's like a, yeah, a like resistance kind of Yeah, like, the kind, of kind of resistance, uh, kind of Battlestar
2: Galactica style mm-hmm. game. That's Very
0: cool. cool. And is that going to be at Monopolate? Will people be able to play I, it there? People can play it there now, but
2: oh, cool. Cool. Uh, like it's not done yet. We, we were Every time we play it, we're like, "Oh, it would be better if we just changed this." Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, what if we had these cards instead of these cards? Or,
3: right. I guess that's the best part: is that it's still in development, so you can do that. Yeah, it's exactly. malleable. Yeah, exactly. That's really neat.
2: And it's kind of the process more than the end product. I don't care if one person downloads yeah, course, it or yeah. like a million people download it. It's just gonna be fun right. doing it. Yeah. The fact is, you did it. That makes sense. Even the resistance that you mentioned was originally a print and play game. Oh, cool. So you, oh, yeah. you could get it for free. And then a company said, like, this is too good. We have to buy the rights off you and charge people 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <That> makes, sense. <laughs> makes
0: sense. What about um, house rules? Do you have any, um, do you ever play more like classic games or games that people would know but have your own spin on them?
2: Yeah. Uh, so we play Guess Who and we change the name to Subjective Guess Who. So instead okay. of asking objective questions, <laughs> like, do they have black hair? You ask, subjective questions say, <laughs> do you have four cats? Have you ever been to jail? Do you spend more than seven hours a day on Facebook?
1: <laughs> that's a good idea.
2: That's
0: funny. Yeah, it's, it's neat, like, retooling old games. How has oh, that worked so in funny. that particular
2: instance? It's, well, it's hard to win. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you get to know a lot about how your opponent thinks. So your opponent sees their character and makes assumptions like... This person's a teacher, uh, they live at home with their parents, and <laughs> they've been married once, but that ended in a fiery mess. Um, <laughs> and then you ask some questions, and then you get to find out like, their stereotypes, just how they think about the world, and it's a good way to get to know somebody, really, actually.
0: First, really cool. uh, First date, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's uh, wh- amazing. What are other examples of, of spins you've put on games?
2: Um. Uh, there's a lot of like various games that come with their own spins. For sense. example, like Monopoly has like
1: 80 different house rules you can use right, sure. and yeah. okay
2: uh, different things like
1: that. Yeah, I guess those others might be a bit more complicated to, to get into. But uh, yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um. I, I'm looking at your ring. Is that an engineering ring? Yes. Yeah. That. So you 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 we never actually touched on what you what you studied. Yeah, I studied the... engineering, mechanical engineering. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Where uh, where did you study? Auto U. Auto U, yeah, very yeah. cool. And uh, do you, did you have an idea of what you wanted to do with it back then? I really wanted to go into
2: wind turbines and renewable energy, yeah. but I graduated at a bad time okay. and uh, there wasn't a lot of jobs everywhere, so I was even lucky to get into the, the patent office because a lot of people, a lot of my classwork made, stayed unemployed for a year or two years. Before. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not everybody, of course, and sure not right. even the majority, but like more it's, than you yeah. would expect it yeah, from an for, engineering program. Yeah, 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 sure, yeah. yeah, that
1: makes sense. Yeah, yeah. because that's one of the, the classic undergrads where it's like, oh, you definitely get a job. Yeah. Right? Well, that's that's, what, that's, that's, that's what they tell you, right? That's the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's
0: suckers, apparently. Yeah. No, just kidding. Uh, no, that, that's cool.
1: That's cool. Uh, I just, yeah, I noticed
0: that. Um, how about we do a speed round? Yeah. yeah. Speed round it up. All right. Speed round is our segment where we grill our guest with some uh, questions. Some are silly, some are deathly serious. Okay. So you'll have to figure out which ones are
3: which. <laughs> okay. <All> I <right>. like <laughs> okay. making it sound more ominous than it is. <laughs> this, I don't know if you mentioned, but it's a two minute speed round. Oh okay. yes, I did not mention. You can
2: only l- answer in Latin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I don't we need to ask Latin. in English though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Alright, so I'll start uh, what is your least favorite board game?
2: Order of the Stick board game. Um, it's based <laughs> off a webcomic. The short version of the game is 14 hours, the medium version is 16 hours, and the long version is 18 hours. <laughs> ah, <God. laughs> what was the last game you played? Uh, wow. Uh Euphrates. Tigerson Euphrates. Okay. It is a board game that's been on the top 100 for the last 10 years, and it keeps fighting all these new games that come in with all their flashy (laughs) bits, and it keeps battling, it's still on the top 100, and for good reason.
0: Cool. Uh, Besides Monopolate, what public place do you spend the most time at in Ottawa? Um... I really like every month the
2: Rochester Pub has a party called The Kitchen Party and I go there every single month without fail. I think it's The most wonderful party in autumn. Oh, neat. Is it like a cooking thing? Uh, Nope. They turn off half the lights to the bar, and that becomes a dance floor with almost no lights. So you're just, like, (laughs) dancing around, and no one can see you, and no one can judge you. (laughs) And the other half is brightly lit, and everyone there is just super friendly, and they meet new people, and they talk to people they were just bumping into on the dance floor. Oh, cool. uh, It's just the perfect mix between dancing and getting to know new
3: people that you've never met before. All right, cool. Uh, what's your favorite thing to do when you're not at monopolate? Uh I've taken up archery recently. Cool. So
2: on the internet you can buy these arrows with balls, like these rubber balls at the end. So uh, me and my friends got some bows that Canadian tire and we shoot these arrows with rubber balls at each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's amazing. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Which of us do you think would be the best archer?
0: Uh, no comment. No, no comment. comment. Uh, no. It's Keegan. <laughs> no, no <Yeah.
4: laughs>
0: um, what's your favorite? Oh,
1: no, go ahead. Finish question. Go. Uh, we can
2: go more minutes. What? what, <laughs> take what this shit.
0: I, I don't like saying favorite. What What beer are you drinking right now? Like, What's your kind of go to? What are you liking now? <laughs> I'm really a really big
2: fan of Big Wheel from Amber. Uh, it's an Amber Ale from uh, Amsterdam Brewery in Toronto. Cool. cool. Big yes. deal.
1: Uh, one one more. Aside from Ottawa, what's your favorite Canadian city? Vancouver. Vancouver,
2: right? I've only been there once, but I, I just fell in love with the city. It's just huh. so easy to bike through, uh, yeah. so much fun stuff going. There's mountains like an half an hour away, so we, we were climbing mountains, took a seaplane to the island, just Whoa. like lots of fun stuff.
1: Yeah, very cool.
2: It's My great. Canada Day Party in vancouver got interrupted by a police helicopter really (laughs) what's what's the story Uh, it was just on a beach in vancouver and someone brought uh some a generator and someone brought speakers and there's just a dj playing and then we're all dancing around a fire and a police helicopter came around the bend and like shone the light and they just said you can't be on the beach after seven (laughs) (laughs) o'clock now you know (laughs) that's funny cool
1: uh, all right. I guess, uh,
0: that's it. I think that's it for I, us. I think we just yeah. ran,
1: uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're running, your... uh, close
0: to an hour. So what do you, do okay. plugs? Anything you want to plug?
2: Yeah. Um, the river keeper is a group in Ottawa, the Ottawa river keeper, and they're doing a fundraiser event at Monopolate on Thursday, which is Thursday the 19th. And, uh, I know there's tickets still available, so come out, support them. You can buy tickets online on their website and, uh, Hopefully, you can show their show support for the good work they do. Great, yeah,
0: That's great, and obviously go to Monopolate yeah. as well. Yes, yeah. you guys
2: have any events coming up? Uh, we're there's nothing set in stone, but uh, we're trying out a few new events. Uh, we're doing an ASL night, so we're going to teach games in American Sign Language.
1: Wow! Oh, so cool. uh,
2: just keep check check our Facebook page, and we'll post an event when we uh, find a date for that. Cool, awesome. that's great,
1: sweet. Uh, you can find us at uh or email us at mail at com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, Stitcher Radio. Yeah. uh a good old iTunes.
0: iTunes? Always yeah. fun. That's
1: always fun. Yeah, I, I like iTunes. I, I don't think. think
3: you do like
0: iTunes. <laughs> I,
1: I use it. Um, yeah, and stay tuned. We have
0: a lot of really neat people coming up. We have the Humane Society Auxiliary coming up next week. Yeah. yeah. We have... Um, some photography people coming up. Yep, that's right. Lots of cool stuff. A few others. Yeah. That's good. All right, so let's uh, let's close out the show. Oh, sorry, I'm taking your... your... Thank you. All right. <laughs> let's close out the show. <laughs> uh, David, if you would say, yell, speak, Ottawa into the mic. Sure. We'll do that, and then we'll cut it right after. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank no you. problem. Yeah. Ottawa!